Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hello, hi, <laughs> welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, February 14th. It's Valentine's Day 2022. What's going on? On today's episode, we got a How Was My Weekend? We got some listener mail and shit. Hit him with the motherfucker freestyle flow off the intro. Cause you know Big Drew, he's in control of the rhyme and the time. And you know he's gonna feel fine when it's nice. Then you're gonna win all that time. And you're fucking, you're hey, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, 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 February 14th, 2022. <laughs> That was custody of the week, actually. <laughs> but uh, actually, let's start off the show with a little bit of uh, no. Well, um, I, I got actually I have lots to talk about today. How are you though? I don't want to talk about me right now. I want to talk about you. How are you? How was your weekend? Did you have a nice weekend here? Uh, we're uh, getting into Valentine's Day. It was Super Bowl weekend. Congratulations to the motherfucking Los Angeles Pylon Rams. Who fucking paid for their Super Bowl. <laughs> but whatever, man. It was a good game. It was alright. It was better than a couple Super Bowls have been. Uh, you know, not as good as the playoff uh, games a couple weekends ago. Boy, those were some of the best football fucking football games I've ever seen. But, uh, you know, at least it came down to the wire, man. That last play. Holy fucking shit. It was crazy. Um uh, you know, they had fucking essentially eight, ch- eight chances to get a touchdown within 10 yards, uh, thanks to their fucking officiating there. And, uh, yeah, they were being pretty decent, letting them play throughout the whole fucking thing. There was that Jalen Ramsey fucking face mask, which was so egregious. It's like, I don't know, someone's gonna face some fucking repercussions for that. But, uh, yeah, just Cooper Cup in the end there. Uh, a fucking Aaron Donald. I put a fucking money on Aaron Donald to be the MVP and Von Miller uh, to be the MVP. And I swear to fucking God, if Cooper Cup did not make that catch, uh, that last fucking catch in the touchdown, Aaron Donald would have been the MVP for fucking sure. And, and they still would have won. If they still would have won, somehow they would have been in the lead without Cooper Cup making that fucking catch. But, yo, even when it was 20-16... to 16, it was still two to one on the fucking Bengals to win. I went in and did like a fucking super late money line bet where I just shoved in like the rest of my, I think I had like $6 and 51 cents and I just shoved that in for the fucking Rams to win. And they were down by four points and they still like, I think the odds are like 1.67 or some shit like that. So you bet a buck to make 67 cents. And uh, so I just shoved all in whatever I had there. And, but it was weird to bet for a team that was under. Like you'd think the team that was like below, like not winning at the time would have not as good of a chance to win. But I don't know. I guess those bookies knew what the fuck they were doing. Because they shot him down, bro. That would have been it. That would have they. There was fucking fourth. There, and then they fucking get that PI and it's a whole new set of downs. And then sure enough, you give those guys enough fucking chances. They're going to run it. Like, they're going to get that play to happen. But, man, what a fucking crazy Super Bowl. It's like, uh, like I said, bro, I fucking told you guys. Did I not call this? What did I say? Low-scoring game, 17 to 13. Turns out it's 23 to fucking 20. You know, I was only off by a couple field goals, maybe a touchdown or two there. You know, low-scoring game, defensive opportunities. And I said, Joe Burrow, man, you're the new hotness, bro. Yeah, you're the good guy. You're fucking not today, buddy. It's like fucking... 
you know, not today. <laughs> These guys, Aaron Donald has been waiting a long fucking time. And there was one play that he made where he fucking, they were about, they needed a first down to keep the fucking play alive. And this guy was like so close to getting the first down. And Aaron Donald literally like grabs him by the waist and like rips him back. And he's like reaching with the ball. And he just fucking couldn't make the line. And Aaron just rips him back. And he's like, no, buddy. So I feel happy for him. Like that dude is just fucking yoked. Absolutely one of the best football players to ever live ever in the history of football. And yeah, McVay, like good for him. The guy's only a couple years older than me. And he's he looks way the fuck older than me. Like I was looking at his face. When they were zooming in on it, I was like, this is a guy who thinks a lot. <laughs> like, I don't think, I don't think that much, bro. Like, I think a lot about other shit, though. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like, I think about like the nature of reality and consciousness and existence and like why humans act the way they act and that sort of shit. I think about that all the fucking time, but I don't think about like different ways to beat like a defensive scheme, you know what I mean? And that keeps this guy up all night, man. His face is gray as shit. He's only a couple years older than me. But, man, what a fucking good game. And uh, I just had a blast, man. The Super Bowl is always a fucking good time. Halftime show, obviously, incredible. Uh, And I was like, (laughs) I just have been seeing all these tweets where I was just like, finally, I was like, I was like, yeah, like finally the Super Bowl is like picking someone good instead of having some fucking like the Who or the Rolling Stones or whatever. And then I was thinking like, yeah, like because <laughs> in like in the early 2000s, those bands, you know, yeah, they were like 20, 20 30 years old. <laughs> and it's like you ain't fucking old geezers, the Rolling Stones. But then you think about Dr. Dre has been making music since the fucking 80s, you know, like he's also been around for like 30 fucking years. In 2001, the Rolling Stones were around for like 30 fucking four years. And Dr. Dre is most has been around for like 33. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, fuck, it actually proportionally makes sense. But uh, so I guess that makes sense, though, because they want the people with the money. But man, what a good halftime show. Just fucking nice to see. I was I was like, man, when are they gonna do the fucking bling 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 ding ding ding? Like they just fucking like obviously, bro. You got it. It's like eventually you're gonna hear like. Oh man, and I was just like, (laughs) and like right when it started, just like yes, like fucking yes. And, uh, yeah, that shit is fucking awesome, man. It was just fucking good. Nice game of Super Bowl. Nice game of motherfucking Super Bowl. Um, so I just went over to Elaine and Ian's, Courtney's best friend. And, uh, it was great. I made matzo sticks in the morning and Sunday. I woke up nice and early. I chopped up the mozzarella. Here's a big recipe with Drew. Let's do fucking just a quick little, oh, this is even before how was my weekend. Oh, I guess this is a part of how was my, let's do a segment within a segment. So we have to enter the first segment. How was my motherfucking weekend? How was my motherfucking weekend? Well, it was good. I've been talking about it right now. We talked about the Super Bowl and I'm going to talk about comedy. But now we got to do a big recipe with Drew. So let's do a little bit of... um, How I'm cooked that thing. How I'm cooked that thing. How I'm cooked that thing. <laughs> With Drew. 
Okay, so now we got to do a big recipe. Home cook that thing. Okay, this is if you want to make your own homemade mozzarella sticks. So you get a big brick of mozzarella. I like, don't get the fucking, the long skinny one. Get the square, the short fucking square rectangular one. Don't get the long skinny rectangle. Get the fucking more of a square. And then cut that into like pieces about the size of your pinky. Like you don't want this to be too big. Mozzarella sticks shouldn't be fucking massive. So cut them into pieces the size of your pinky. I probably got about like, I don't know, I want to say like 16 or 18. And then arrange three bowls. In the first bowl, you put a mixture of flour and cornstarch, about 50-50. In the second bowl, you put eggs, uh, like an egg wash, right? Uh, uh, and then in the third bowl, you put panko. And what I like to do is I like to just put a small little layer down. And then as I'm breading the fucking things, I'll drizzle more fresh panko on top. So I'm only using a, about as much as you need, a little bit more than you would need each time. Because I found... <coughs> <laughs> I found when I was making, <laughs> I found when I was uh, doing this before and making like bread shit, I'd throw out so much panko at the end because it's all got all the eggs on it. You can't use it for anything. So you end up throwing it out. So I was like, man, what if I just like went like just in time panko, like just stuck that on there. So I fucking cut those up. You dip them in the flour, you dip them in the egg, and then you roll them in the fucking cornstarch, and then you put them on a fucking baking sheet on a wire rack, and then you just let them all chill, get them do, and then put them in the freezer, and then let them freeze up for like an hour, and then I put them in a Ziploc bag to get them all nice so they're not getting freezer burnt, and then you put them in the freezer bag, and then fucking deep fry them. You can't, air fryers, I don't know, I tried with the air fryer, it's like, uh, you gotta use, it's, it's, it just burns the fucking panko, and it doesn't cook the cheese, you gotta fucking fry these cocksuckers. I use peanut oil. You can use any oil, but I like peanut oil for frying. Um, it doesn't really impart a flavor, and it has a high smoking point. So then you fucking just fry those cocksuckers until they're golden brown on each side. Uh, you know, maybe a couple minutes each side, and then serve them with marinara. And it was so fucking good. Oh, and finish with salt. And then you got to sprinkle a little bit of sea salt at the end. And, man, I got to tell you, fucking pretty good appetizer, bros. Uh, matzo sticks, man. That's You got to have that. And then it was also awesome. They had nachos and they had chili and they had hot dogs. So we had nacho chili cheese dogs, which is like, what? That's exactly what you want at the Super Bowl, man. You want a fucking hot dog, bro. I was like, yes. Like a nice, greasy fucking chili dog, chili cheese dog. I put onions on there and fucking I stopped putting ketchup on my uh, hot dogs because apparently you're not supposed to, according to the fucking... 1904 World's Fair. Uh, this is uh, continuing with my theory that the world is just a simulation that began uh, in the 1904 World's Fair. But apparently, according to them, you're not supposed to put ketchup on your hot dogs. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was the Super Bowl. Had a fucking nice Super Bowl. Friday, uh, I had uh, plans get canceled. So, I didn't have any comedy shows. So, I just took it easy. And then Saturday, I had a nice 11 o'clock sold-out show at Comedy Bar in Toronto. Uh, gotta love a sold out show comedy bar, man. Uh, it feels nice. Very club atmosphere. You know, it feels like a club, but it's just Toronto-y. So it's nice. And, uh, yeah, I, I fucking, I was supposed to do more time, but then somebody did 14 fucking minutes when they were supposed to do 10 and he got lit at eight and this fucking guy gets lit at eight and then proceeds to do another fucking six minutes. And then... At the end of his set, he's already done 12. It's like, just fucking end it, bro. This fucking guy, it's like, just please end it. And it's like, I hate when comics are like reaching, they're searching, they're like trying to find like the fucking just some kind of joke for their own ego to get off on a laugh. And this fucking guy didn't do it. So then it's like the last two minutes, you're already two minutes over. And then he started doing crowd work. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like... 
nobody likes crowd work. The audience doesn't like crowd work. Uh, the comedians, I don't like doing crowd work. It's like you, you've completely surrendered the show now. Any, uh, you know, you have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and, and it's just like, you don't have any joke. You're not, you don't write any jokes. Then fucking leave. You have no more jokes to say than get the fuck off stage. Don't fucking ask anybody uh, at the end of your set, like, oh, so what do you do, buddy? Like, in, a, in some attempt to try to get some fucking ego boost laugh, you know, I don't know, man. It was fucking, it really pissed me off. I fucking hate crowd work. Like, I fucking hate crowd work. And I, and I, hey, listen, I, I do crowd work as an MC. I've done crowd work as a headliner. I've done crowd work. But my shit is like, my shit is different. Yo, my shit's more John Blaze, man. My shit be more John Blaze than that, man. I've dropped four motherfucking albums. Four motherfucking albums. Um, <laughs> if you can, if you can tell me what reference that is, then I will send you weed. Oh, I gotta send weed. Fuck, I got like a hundred grams of extracts here. Don't worry, Nick. It's fucking coming, buddy. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a sold out show, comedy bar, and just working on some new stuff. And I only had to do five. I only was able to do five. And then the audience was like, I was like, all right, I gotta go. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like they like because I went after the fucking guy. Who did the shit fucking crowd work. And then it's like I come up and I'm like bang. Boom. What's up? And my new shit is like really working. I'm like really proud of it. Like I'm I'm, I'm happy. I I'm, I think I'm going to come to Edmonton. And do the album. I might try to see. Oh yo I have a trip booked actually. I wonder if I could do it in a couple weeks. Uh, One two. I wonder if I could do it on like Tuesday the 1st. Would that be enough time to get the material together? Fuck I just have to swing it. I could do a half hour. Aziz just dropped a half hour. Like, who gives a fuck? You can drop half hours now. I wonder if I just did a half hour album recording. That would be fucking nice. I'm trying to get in on this serious money again, bro. Fucking shit. Okay. Uh, it's 1040 for me on Monday. And I've been up for, since 445. I've been up for six hours. <laughs> Which is fucked up. I started on breakfast television uh, doing morning chats now. Um, so that means it's like you're pretty much like the content... Like before I was doing segment producer, which is like, this is a, a 12 year old podcaster named Xander and he's had Matthew McConaughey on and tell me about why you started podcasting. I was booking guests like that, but now it's like the fucking, like the flex, the in between, what are we talking about? What's going on? You know, you got to be on your feet. If something happens, boom, you got to fucking be on it. So yeah, that's going to be my week this week is just literally up at 4.30. Uh, oh, I'm on the radio right now too. Man, shit is crazy. <laughs> my shit is crazy right now, bro. I'm literally simultaneously recording a podcast and on the radio. And my and the TV show that I write on just ended. Shit is fucking wild, bro. Um, so yeah, that was my weekend. I had a good set at Comedy Bar and comedy is back. And now we got to do Joel's questions so I don't forget. Okay. It's time for what the f what you're fucking What is the name of this segment? What should we call this? I don't fucking know shit. I don't fucking know shit with Drew. Okay, uh no, big questions. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, Joel, where's your question? Joel, Jolene, Joel says, here's a question from Joel. Ask Drew. Okay, that's what the segment's called. <laughs> right on. Uh, ask Drew, 
Do you do comedy bits in a certain BPM or musical timing? Beats per minute for all you non, non-muses. Do you do comedy bits in a certain beats per minute or musical timing? Do you find being a musician helps with comedic timing? Okay, so this is the two-parter. Question number one, do you do comedy bits in a certain BPM or musical timing? I don't consciously think about uh, B, uh, BPM or, or musical timing, but I do think about timing as in is am I going to say these words fast? Am I going to say these words slow? There is a 100% obviously like fucking Steve Martin has the best joke about that. You know what the key to comedy is? Timing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's absolutely a thing. And then definitely if you want to emphasize, so here's a little inside ball. If you want to emphasize, uh, if you want to get a lot of information across, it's best to do it fast. It's because they're not going to retain it anyways. And you're just trying to show off that, you know, so you could just fucking like an example of my bet would be, or of my bits would be. On May 2nd, 1670, when King Charles II of England granted a 3.9 million square kilometer region of Western Canada and the Northern United States to French explorer Medard de Grossi and his business partners, right? Blah, 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 my Hudson's Bay joke. Just a fucking, the joke is that I'm spitting a bunch of fucking facts. Uh, musical timing is a little bit different. I'm not like, this joke's in like 3-4, like, yan tan ta boop boop boo I jerk off and smoke weed. <laughs> I jerk off and smoke weed and you go home and need more bong and suck my dick. Okay, so I don't do anything in 3-4 or BPM, but there is timing. It's definitely important to be able to think about the space, the air in between. Miles Davis, man, get, get a little time in between the notes. It's all about the phrasing, man. If you're just bop, 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 people get tired. It's just like a fucking guitar riff, man. Like it's like fucking, let's take a fucking Metallica riff. Right, if Metallica just did this. Right, that's kind of a cool riff. Right, if we just did it all in quarter notes. But what if you just change it just a little and add a little bit of fucking phrasing? Right? See the difference? Say your prayer, little one! <laughs> right? But that's the difference. You see what I mean? Did, I, did that make sense? I hope that made sense with the fucking guitar riff. So it's about, even if you have the riff, right? You got to put a little fucking stank on it. I fucking hate that song though. Enter that's probably one of the worst. <laughs> I don't know why I picked that just cuz it's an easy riff to turn into quarter notes. But there you go. Musical timing and do I find being a musician helps me with being a comedian? Well, fucking obviously. Uh cuz I could <laughs> Everything I do is music. Uh, I, m- people like me more as a musician <laughs> than I they do as a comedian. Anything I've ever posted online, uh, musical stuff does way the fuck better than comedy stuff always. Um, also, in real life, people being a sound guy slash musician has led to people asking me, booking me on things that they wouldn't have just because it's like, well, Drew's there. He's also a sound guy. And that's just good to have. And, there, and good. 
And so I've got in a lot of, honestly, a lot of things. My career would have been a lot harder if I didn't know how to fucking plug in a speaker. <laughs> honestly, I got a lot of fucking opportunities by being the guy who could be useful in other ways other than being a funny comedian. Because if, yeah, so what? Lots of guys are just fucking, can rip a stand-up set. But it's like, can you also, like, EQ your mic? <laughs> So in that regard, it's definitely helped me. Ralphie May said that. He's like, one of the best things that I ever did for my stand-up career was sell weed. Because he was the guy who had weed. And it's like, he's always around. Everyone knows Ralphie. He needs the guy. Oh, he's pretty funny, too. His book, man, there's going to be a bunch of weed around. It's like, fucking eight. It's like, yeah, his book, Drew, bring him whatever. He can plug the speakers in, whatever. Good enough. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's a cool question. Thank you for asking that question. Um, does being a musician helps with comedic timing? I mean, yeah, for sure. You definitely know, but that's an innate thing. Comedic timing, honestly, you can't teach that. Holy fuck, I accidentally just stopped recording. But yeah, you can't teach fucking comedic timing, bro. Like you can fucking, you can learn how to write a joke and you can learn how to scan for material and you can learn how to generate material. But to like comedic timing is something you're born with. It's like a drummer. It's like Bonzo. Where the fuck do you learn how to play drums like John Bonham? Like you don't, like you or Keith Moon. Like you're just literally born that way. And then you learn uh, timing and blah, blah, blah and shit. But what you do within that timing is like, good, like, fucking, you're born that way, man. <laughs> John Bonham, those guys, they're just fucking like that, man. Neil Peart, they're just like that. Um, so same with stand-up, you know what I mean? Like, uh, look at Charles Haycock. I could talk about him all the time on the podcast, but it's like that guy's a completely different style than I do. I could not just stand there and go like, Boop, boop, boop. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't just fucking stand there and talk. That te that's literally terrifying to me. To not yell and and wave my arms around is terrifying to me. <laughs> like you're just gonna stand there and hope that the words are good enough, and then what? And then what if they are? You just stand there and like you get this little smarmy. <laughs> like yeah, those words were good enough. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, holy fuck, I gotta shut this podcast down because I have another meeting at eleven o'clock, bro. I've just been working. My shit is down, Blaze! Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to bonus content like interview episodes and fucking, uh, what else do I got up there? All sorts of shit. All sorts of fucking bonus content. Interview episodes, behind the scenes on how to be a radio guy, uh, sketches, shit like that. A bunch of fucking shit that I do. Go to, <laughs> oh, and also a personalized, individualized, personal shout out on every single podcast. Then you can be like these fine folks. New guy, Mark, Kunal, Anthony, uh, Patrick, Nick and Mac, Bryce, Bubba, Marnus, Joel, Isaac, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette, Andre, Blair, and Taryn, say they name, what up, want them? Uh, go to patreon.com slash Drew Bame and sign up for only five bucks a month right now. It's only five bucks. Tears start at five and they end at five. Unless you want to be the ultimate dummy, which is $100 a month. <laughs> That's a little bonus Easter egg on my Patreon. The ultimate dummy tier. It's $100 a month. There can be only one. Go to patreon.com slash Drew Bame. Also, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our sponsor, our weed sponsor. Our one and only fucking sponsor, kingtutscannabis.com. You can use the promo code Drew right now to get 10% off your order at checkout. That's King Tuts. King Tuts, just like the fucking dude, like the Egypt guy, kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. It's Valentine's Day. They're doing a promo. A high love you. Oh, starts February 13th. Orders over 159. Get a fucking free ounce and, and some other shit and flowers and candies and a bunch of shit. So you get a whole fucking bunch of shit. 
right now. And you could probably stack my promo code on top of that, actually. Yes, you can, because it's not a discount code. That's what I found out. They can't, you can't double stack dis- discounts, but if it's discounted or if it's a fucking package thing, you can put mine and still get the discount. So go to kingtoscanvas.com. Here's your promo code, Joe. Fuck you. Uh, okay, now it's Dad Rock. It's Monday, it's 10.50. I got time for Dad Rock. Okay, and then we'll render that after. Uh, what are we doing today for Dad Rock? Hang on a sec, let me see what I got. Oh yeah, we're taking it back to the fucking BB King. <laughs> a minor blues track, bro. This is for Mike Rita. That's fun to play BB King because you could just do like, uh, just play licks, right? Like, it doesn't really matter what you play. You're like, Okay, I lost it. Fuck it. Okay, bye. Hi, Mink. <laughs>